My name is Steven Beckman. I am a target of COINTELPRO and gangstalking. Gangstalking is a discipline in the over 70-year-old COINTELPRO program um, with new capabilities. And thanks to George W. Bush in 2001 for signing the Patriot Act, COINTELPRO has been kind of reborn in this new format, which essentially lots of people are calling COINTELPRO 2.0. Now, I live in San Diego, and it's important to know um, that going through this program is even worse uh, in places like San Diego and lots of places where there's a large concentration of government personnel. Um, in particular, the reason why San Diego is so unique to go through gang stalking and COINTELPRO is because San Diego is home to the largest concentration of military personnel and Pentagon contractors in the entire country. So you can understand where that would get out of hand while going through this. Now, the reason for me being a target of gang stalking and COINTELPRO was for two reasons. Uh, one in particular is, I, since I've been a native of San Diego, living here for nearly 40 years, I... Um, Grew up in the area, and my family was very close to the military and law enforcement community. And unfortunately, in the 80s, uh, my father was a police officer for just a few years. Unfortunately, he passed in the line of duty. And um, a lot of people in town were, were thinking that my father left me a bunch of money. So when I was in my 30s, it would mature and I would get paid. And lots of the people I grew up around since, you know, I was like 16, 17, 18, 19... Uh, in the same community, who also worked in law enforcement and military capacities, uh, unfortunately used their positions and their job to try to extort me when they thought that money was coming to maturity. And once that happened, um, something else I came across, uh, unfortunately, was like a potential leak um, in regards to uh, the, the Bush administration at the time. I didn't know it was legit. I just thought it was something on the internet. I kind of passed by it in 2007 and kind of kept going on my way. Um, that struggle with local uh, police department, etc., trying to extort me and making life very hard for me locally, spreading rumors, etc., because cops are very allergic to jail. Um, people who were kind of peeping me after seeing that used this whole conflict as a means to... Um, put even more pressure on me because the information pertaining had to deal with uh, um, uh, George W. Bush and a John F. Kennedy Jr. plane crash. Like I said, I did, had no idea it was legit. I just kind of saw it and kept going all my life because, you know, who believes everything? But the second I brought it up while I was getting extorted by these cops because I didn't know what was going on, I just suggested maybe it's about this thing I saw on the internet a while ago. And immediately after I said that, the very next day, my life turned upside down. That's when the gang stalking began. That's when, you know, I had bank accounts locked down. That's when I got blacklisted. Like almost, I want to say, the next day, life became a nightmare. And it has been a nightmare for about nearly 10 years now. Now, this is a series of podcasts um, done at different times. Um, so there's different, I'll be at different states 
you know, sometimes we'll be super stressed out or whatever, because, you know, when you're going through this, you're going from trauma to trauma to trauma situation. You don't have a lot of time to think about things. So I'm getting this. So a lot of these podcasts I'm getting out while I just experienced a trauma, what have you. But I felt like it was important to record it while it was still fresh in my head. We will be going back over these things and re-recording them. And, you know, keep in mind, you know, I'm cutting myself open here a lot and getting very personal, very intimate, because there's just so much um, psychological torture involved and you trying to make sense of things. All these are all foreign sorts of behaviors you go through, something that a normal person doesn't experience. Um, now, for those of you who are listening and, you know, um, are throwing negative comments our way, what have you, um, you know, making claims, you know, that I'm guilty of a bunch of crimes. And that's why this is happening. I, I encourage you to learn the law, learn things like the statute of limitations, why there are three main classes of particularly, three particular types of crimes which have zero statute of limitations. One being any kind of sexual exploitation of minors, um, murder, and terrorism. So I encourage you to learn the law. Uh, before, you know, you guys comment, you know, us on YouTube or what have you. And I encourage you to try at, to try to contest claims on the documentary that I put out of the leak, which I saw, which you can also see at justiceforjfkjr.com. Our documentary is called Resurrecting Camelot. Um, lots of people are pro-Bush supporters, etc., that are harassing us online, but I do. I encourage you to see the material as to why I am in this abuse and, um, you know, contest it. I, I, I encourage you to challenge the facts before you hurl insults. Um, the main reason for this podcast is I hope you learn from me, um, and I appreciate all the people who have contacted me through Facebook groups, through you know, Twitter and DMs and emails and our website, just like you have no idea. I, I, I read all those things. Um, I, I recommend you definitely try to catch me on Twitter more than anything, but I, I appreciate all that stuff. I appreciate the phone calls I've had um, of people in, in different towns going through this abuse and sharing their experiences. And while, um, you know, the handful of people, I want to say five to seven people that have reached out to me, literally called me and wanted to talk about this. Unfortunately, not a lot of them are, are, very, are kind of spooked, but, uh, you know, I would, anybody willing, willing to um, discuss certain things about the the COINTELPRO 2.0 program and gang stalking, please feel free to reach out to me. Now, I have three particular... What do you call it? Tips for anybody going through this. And number one is to document your abuse. Get yourself a body camera. Get yourself a pen and paper. And document abuse when it happens, the time it happens. You know what I'm saying? Then cut that. Then then once you document and timestamp it, you know, at the end of the day, you need to chop up your clips and upload them. Upload them to multiple platforms. So in case someone hacks you one place, you have copies somewhere else. I also recommend you get a lawyer. So number two, get a lawyer. And memorize their number. You want to look for a human rights lawyer. 
or a constant or you know one that specializes in constitutional law human rights and uh, memorize their phone number because there's a chance that somebody will make a huge false claim about you to try to get you locked up temporarily and even though you didn't do it and they might drop the charges obviously let you out on your own recognizance that time in jail those that that the, the, you know while you're waiting to be arraigned or bailed out or what have you a lot of nasty and gnarly shit could happen aside from you needing a lawyer to prosecute these bullies and the third tip i want to give everyone listening is to monitor your health and i want to say every three months or so go get a full blood panel you know what i'm saying pee in a cup shit in a jar um you know get x-rays of sore spots in your bones or what have you like do all that get in get get in no don't get an mri every three every three months but monitor your health document it take pictures of that also upload that to multiple you know accounts so you can keep track of things that are happening give those to give the give your health uh stuff copies to your lawyer so you know if there's any sort of um medical malpractice because it will happen um, I definitely recommend those are the three tips. So log your abuse, get a lawyer, and monitor your health. I'd also like to say anybody who is trying to charge you for advice or help or videos or an ebook or a podcast subscription or what have you is selling snake oil. This is a very unique form of abuse and it's anybody who's actually gone through it and can and has given you legitimate advice understands that you will be made poor your financial opportunities will be dried up you'll be blacklisted they'll try to make you run through all your savings so anybody who is asking you to pay for this pay for tips pay for their audiobook even 99 cents um you know i i don't recommend doing it because it's most likely going to be false adv- false advice, and uh, you're already short on money as it is. I'd also like you to think of people who are also targets of this abuse that you come across and you vet and think they're legit, and not like some of the cops or federal agents or even you know some of the criminals and locals who participate in gang stalking and once you vet them think of them as your brothers and sisters you know think of them as like your soldiers next next to you it's important because you're going through something tough and your network is going to be severely uh strained and again i appreciate you listening to this podcast and again my name is Stephen beckman i'm the cen or the chief executive nobody of the mesh news of mesh news um, COINTELPRO is a side project, and Mesh News is a platform I had to create when I was stonewalled by press everywhere I went. If you're hearing this bumper on the beginning of the podcast and you've heard it before, I encourage you to fast forward uh, 11 minutes through because this is information that I would like to tack on the front of all these podcast episodes because it's essential and I want to drill this stuff into you. These are very core concepts before moving forward is to drill these things in your head. These are the realities of what's going on, how to frame your situation, etc. So if you keep hearing this intro over and over through all these episodes, you know, fast forward through 11, 12 minutes, and and then it'll bring you straight to the material. I appreciate it, and let's uh, get down into it. 
If you want to be versed in all things COINTELPRO 2.0 and the COINTELPRO 2.0 project, or if maybe you think you might be subjected to this abuse because you're thinking about leaking or blowing the whistle on something or speaking up about something in City Hall or abuse, etc., I recommend you go to our website, which is COINTELPRO, and then the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. You can catch our video companion series, which is videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as this podcast series at podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O spelled out. Com. And I do recommend that you visit these URLs through using the DuckDuckGo browser. And I recommend using a VPN as well, because who knows with how watch lists are, etc. I wouldn't want to put more heat on you than there already is for visiting my material, since a lot of it is how to circumvent government abuse and methodologies that they use. I definitely wouldn't want to make your life more difficult. So please, please discipline yourselves and don't use apps to view my material. Uh, use the DuckDuckGo browser, which wipes everything clean every time you close the browser. And you can go to these URLs and listen and watch and read all this material while being safe, making sure you're using a VPN as well. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. My name is Steven. I am your hostess with the ADD Mostus, and I am the Contel Pro 2.0 podcast video series and website is a side project off the Mesh News project, believe it or not. You can check out our video series uh, for the Contel Pro 2.0 uh, curriculum, I guess you want to call it, at videos with an S, videos.cointelpro, number two, and zero. You can also find our podcast series at podcasts with an S, dot cointelpro, the number two, and then zero spelled out in zero.com, and then as well as our website, which is our online guide slash library slash Bible. At COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. Today on the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast, we're going to be going over um, preliminary uh, framework for gaslighting, how gaslighting is done, as well as strategies to be weary of to possibly protect you. Now, this is, I want to call this intro to gaslighting. I guess it was, I will, that's what we will call this podcast. And um, <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and start right into it. You know, I've been usually making these podcasts by kind of riffing on a topic. And, um, but this one, you know, I believe this is going to take a little more structure. So if you can't stand my rambling from most of my other podcasts or it's you know it's hard to keep up while I'm chasing rabbits you're in luck this will have a little more structure <clears throat> so first and foremost let's go into what exactly is 
uh, gaslighting. Gaslighting is basically a series of subtle cues to an alternative na alternative narrative outside of your current reality. Now, this can be manifested and fed to you in certain ways, but usually it's done to a victim who is victim target. I hate to use the word victim because it makes you sound like a baby back bitch, but you know, target victim. So I use the word target a lot instead of victim because no one likes to be called a victim. And uh, they use it on the target, usually unsuspectively. You don't know what's going to happen. Most of COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics require ambushing. So it's good to have this resource so you're never ambushed for these sorts of tactics. With that, I'm going to go ahead and use a clip I found from a comedian uh, let me get his name right here really quick I want to make sure I get his name right because I would hate to Some guy. what is his name what is his name mother balls let me get his damn name Gosh, right? Have all these notes you figured I would have. Bam. Where are you? Sam Morrill. Sam Morrill. New comedian, funny guy. Well, he may be not a new comedian, but on the spotlight at least. Uh, he's starting to get some Comedy Central specials, but I was watching his special and I was like, oh my god, that is the perfect description for gaslighting. Plus, he's funnier than me, so maybe this will stick a little more. So let me go ahead and queue up that video. Please be still transcribing. Motherfucker! Oh, excellent. It's still transcribing. Don't pay attention to that. That stuff in the background. Cool, here's Sam Morrill. Facebook, this Austrian guy, he's like, you want to join my hate group? I was like, who do you hate? He's like, blacks, Jews, everyone. And I am Jewish. He's not even doing background checks. What kind of lazy recruitment process? I didn't even tell him I was Jewish. I'm like, I'm just going to join the hate group and then drop subtle hints. Like while we're committing hate crimes, just walk around hating. I'm holding the torch. I'm like, dude, you know what this flame reminds me of? Hanukkah. The miracle of lights. It's like, yeah, I guess. You do hate Jews. I'm like, dude, I hate them. I hate them so much I'm burning up. I'm schwitzing. So much I hate these people. He's like, all right, we march on Saturday. I'm like, I can't do Saturday. Cool. <clears throat> so that's essentially his joke. But basically, he's, uh, you know, leaving subtle hints to this supposedly this this racist guy and his little story and that's essentially and building up a, a narrative that's not matching up to what he's representing <clears throat> so not only does it make you guarded but then it makes you question what you think and that's essentially how gaslighting is done uh there's a conflicting narrative that makes you question so then your mind goes into like kind of a protection mode 
but since now you question reality, you have you'll they'll start to build a secondary narrative in your head, and um, psychologists have described actually um, having a psychotic episode. Uh, fairly close to having two conflicting narratives in your head is the beginnings of it, or what it essentially feels like, and you don't know which one is true. And um, so, you know, your brain has some different certain mechanisms, but once you prime a person in that sort of mindset, then you can start to gaslight someone. And that was a kind of a cool way or funny way of describing essentially, you know, the 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 fundamentals of uh, you know i guess low level gaslighting but gaslighting is a real thing i mean it's it been kind of a term made fun of in media and stuff like that huh? um <clears throat> as something that like just little bitches claim to be under gaslighting but it's it's a real thing and it's it's not that it's not that simple it's not that hard but it's it people who are good at it are people who have maybe are a little more vindictive and, and are primed for that sorts of behavior. Uh, predatory personalities. <clears throat> so, I mean, when you're going through this uh, gaslighting process, initially, if you're a local target of gang stalking, which is part of the COINTELPRO program, um, local crews will gaslight you maybe on this lower level just because they want you to feel uneasy. Maybe it's... <clears throat> some police or you know local vigilante group based off of you know misinformation from like um that homeland Secu homeland security group or the fbi's inf inf uh infraguard or it could be just like a local neighborhood watch ish kind of group that participates in gang stalking but that's real you'll essentially have these sorts of lower level forms of abuse and it's subtle and it happens over time which is why so many people who are targets of this abuse have a hard time recording their abuse because essentially you are explaining someone being abusive you know they're being abusive by by pretending that there's an alternate narrative or reality going on and then other people join in because it's like bullying behavior it's basically just like online bullying yeah, I mean, and lots of people like to engage in it. Just because people become grown doesn't mean that they stop becoming children. I mean, just like all those online, you know, how many stories have you heard about online bullying where the person, you know, younger kid ends up fucking killing themselves uh, because a bunch of people were bullying them online. And that's us and it's usually large groups inside like a school or whatnot that do these things. And that shit doesn't change when you get older. Lots of people just like to feel like they're better than a person. So even if they don't have a quarrel with you, they enjoy that kind of predatory behavior. And <clears throat> I want to say, I know I'm, it sounds like I'm chasing a rabbit, but I'm not. I'm following a, an outline. But uh, usually that behavior stems from, what's the best way I can put it? Uh, I hate to drop Joe, Joe Rogan uh, only because, you know, he gets a lot of attention, I think, he he has a great show, but there's also other podcasts who probably talk about this. But this is the only one I can talk in recent memory where, you know, he even he describes that people that can fight usually don't. They have the confidence to 
not start fights with other people. Usually, most people, because there is a certain kind of confidence you have. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a confidence thing. So people who can fight don't normally start fights or engage in like picking on other people' behavior. And the same goes for people who participate in gaslighting just because other people in their community are doing it and they kind of are known like, hey, we're shitting on this person now. The same thing comes from that. It's, it's, uh, it makes insecure, tiny people feel better about themselves to engage and even torment these people because they might feel a little insecure about things. And they at least enjoy that there's somebody else in the world who doesn't uh, have a hold on things or they can make them feel like they don't have it together, whatever. Whatever it is, there's some sort of hole that these people who engage in this kind of bullying behavior um, are trying to fill with this gaslighting. And so that's where you'll get, I mean, some of the reasons why lots of people will participate in it is because they're little people, especially on the inside. So usually if you're just engaging in gang stalking and there's just a local group fucking with you, they the 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 levels of gaslighting won't go super deep, but it'll be enough to terrify you and put you in fight or flight mode. <clears throat> now, if you are being gaslit by, let's say, a <clears throat> government agency who has like um who has people who specialize in that, like FBI, COINTELPRO wing, believe it or not, when COINTELPRO was initially started, um, COINTELPRO and the FBI was like the Navy SEALs and the Navy. They're like the elite. And <clears throat> there is, you know, so, you know, you'll have certain people who specialize in those sorts of things in a federal agency. Now, it's not called COINTELPRO to COINTELPRO anymore. They just give it another name. But essentially, somebody who specializes in this class of dark arts but it, um, but there's also con pe people who get contracted out to do this. Even government agencies will do that as well because let's say the reasons behind them doing it isn't because you're an enemy of the state, but maybe you're just going to, you leaked something or you embarrassed the federal government. They'll have contractors do it <clears throat> for higher level targets, whistleblowers, what have you, because um, it's like several layers removed. Do you understand? So if something happens, the person ends up dying or what have you, and they do it too hard, like, there's no paper trail kind of getting back to, and all it is is the FBI cutting a check to, you know, global services management or what have you. That sounds silly, whatever. So when a federal agency is kind of ordering the, the crew that they want to do it, they'll usually use... Um, when when they're re requesting it, it might fall under certain code words, or even when they're requesting it over the phone, calling up a contractor that is masquerading as a, you know, a small independent business, which most uh, independent military and Pentagon contractors do. Um, they'll use certain words that mean the thing that they are requesting, and these are the size of the crew that they're going to be using on you. Um, and I want to say it's, it's, it's akin to how people are, how people, how, um, how criminals, you know, order drugs over the text or phone. You're like, you know, everyone knows the movie trope where, you know, they order a fake pizza or the pizza guy is the one who 
the pizza restaurant is also a Coke dealer. Like, let me get two pizzas, you know, let me get a small pizza or whatever, and that's just like an eight ball, and then the other one's like half a gram or whatever the drug weights are for different amounts of drugs. <clears throat> is that's how bigger the pizza is or the classification of the pizza in, so it has code words. The same thing goes for when federal agencies are ordering these sorts of things, and so they'll use certain words like, um, yeah, I need a I need a car worked on, or I'm looking to buy a car. And a car, if you think about it, how many people seats a car, well, four to five people seat a car, so maybe they don't need a big that big of a crew, but they'll use that as a code. Let me get a car. I I, I need a, a car, or I need to rent a car, or I need <clears throat> whatever the business is. Maybe they specialize in car wraps, or something and they'll say yeah i have a car that needs to be wrapped and, you know like i said they're they're cover businesses so they'll call up and and use these sort of uh comparatives or they'll say i need a bus or they'll say i need a ship or they'll say i need a plane or a train now a bus what are the what's the attributive qualities of a bus a bus has you know will have like 50 people on it so that means i need 50 people to work on a, a certain person um and, you know, I'm saying you can get on or get off the bus, but essentially the bus is on the road that a bus also doesn't go that fast. Right. Bus doesn't go that fast. So they're saying what they're communicating is I need about 50 people. I don't want to, like, throttle this dude. You know, take your time. But we need this. So they'll use these code words. If they say they need a ship, that means, you know, there's a possibility that how big is a ship or how big is a cruise ship? So that means they probably need a larger crew. Of people to do this to a particular person he might be a high value target and during the job they might need to extract information from the person uh, just like leaks is a word used for um, information a leak if you think of leak is water a ship goes on water and this sounds silly but a lot of um, intelligence uh, everyday banter and talk is based off lots of associations if they say they need a plane if you know usually that's a term used that they say they need a plane um that means they need you know a couple hundred people but a plane goes in the air a plane goes fast right so it means they really need you to throttle someone they need you to they need you to get this person up to speed they need you to smear this guy whatever also um in a plane and just you know in a des describer a plane also um believe it or not people uh flight attendants who fly a plane have to register as radiation workers believe it or not because they get exposed to a lot of radiation believe it, in the upper parts of the atmosphere actually more so than people work at power plants believe it or not so that means that they most likely will be exposing or using you know i hate calling them e-weapons because it sounds so 1997 but you know electronic warfare that havana syndrome shit that we're finding you know of that you know, where they'll they'll hit people with millimeter waves and microwaves. So they're they're saying we need a large crew. We need you to throttle them fast. If they say we, I need a plane, or they mention a plane in their conversation, and we're also going to be using, you know, e weapons or uh, microwave weapons or whatever, or even gamma radiation on the person. Um, if it's a train, if they say they need a train, that means they need a lot of people. Each different train car usually means that those different groups of people will need to play different specific roles um but essentially that also means that they're going to railroad you which you ever heard that term so if i need a train i need a bunch of people um 
to railroad someone. Like, we really need to run this dude in the fucking ground. And what's another thing about a train? A train isn't like a bus. It can't go everywhere. A train needs to stick to a certain track. So that means that they're going to need this person to stick to a certain amount of parameters. And that all sounds silly, but a lot of this associative language is used to mask certain things. But it's important for you to understand, I guess, preliminary for another podcast that comes at a different date, that these are the sorts of ways things are talked about. But, you know, if they are calling a, if they're calling a certain amount of contractors to do this to a person, that's usually the lingo they'll use. And, um, now this has been a, a, a practice gaslighting, professional gaslighting by contractors has been going on forever. And lots of movies even, uh, give you little glimpses into the thing. And that's because generally people in the entertainment industry, especially directors and producers, etc., um, these kind of services are used on actors. They're used to fucking demolish other people in their industry, etc., and so, you know, sometimes there's little pieces of stories and people only go off the stuff they know. And sometimes these things will get, sometimes some of these sorts of activities will get made into movies. And there's many movies where they use this and they don't even, they're not even trying to hide what they're talking about. So it's not like top secret stuff here. It's just a service that rich people, I mean, that normal people aren't accustomed to. Just like a plumber is a service you call. Um, you know, these sorts of professional COINTELPRO uh, contractors that do this sort of gaslighting, etc. It's all COINTELPRO 2.0, essentially, because all these disciplines came out of that program. But movies like The Game... Uh, um, the Matrix, believe it or not, Repo Man, Vanilla Sky, The Truman Show, um, Inception, um, you know, these are all have, they all have little, little pieces of, you know, these sorts of services and the effects that they have on certain people. So if you ever want to go and watch those movies and you're a target of this, you'll see pieces of it and you're like, oh, that, that's it. They throw them in. As kind of plot devices. I mean, some of some movies talk about it quite a bit, but essentially, it's it's how to gaslight someone professionally, or what it feels like, or what it looks like to gaslight someone. Um, now, essentially, gaslighting, you know, is to control your narrative, and you know, gosh, <sighs> fuck. I apologize. Talking about this stuff really just gets to me sometimes. Like I, I've really been through a fucking lot. So making these podcasts every time I gotta like recharge for like an hour afterwards. Sorry about that. Um, let me keep going here. Um, but essentially, they're controlling your narrative. They're controlling your reality. And this is only getting worse now with you know um, digital lives and the NSA being in control of all those things. You know, putting people in internet filter bubbles, being able to filter bubble out your algorithms. You know, whether you type something in the search bar, you'll only be filtered information that's been pre-qualified, believe it or not. Or even the stuff that is put through your social media algorithms might seem like data-based, but lots of them are modified to be themed-based to reinforce maybe a narrative or a gaslit narrative on a target. And, and also, you know, people help control the narrative 
whether that be a car full of people, a busload of people, a ship, a plane, a train, considering the amount of how big the contract is for the target. Um, you know, also keep in mind stalker algorithms that are made by the NSA to follow you around, even to follow you into a grocery store. And, you know, most of that music is played over the over the intercom and stuff like that. Or when you walk by a TV and it might be a cord cut TV that goes off of, you know, digital streaming. Um, the stalker algorithms will also reinforce a narrative, especially since they know you're at constantly. They can also pinpoint devices that you're around. Let's say they're TVs or, or, or a digital radio um, like Spotify or you're listening to the radio over, you know, an app or you're walking by a connected TV or what have you, um, this, these new stalker algorithms will reinforce a narrative through ads. They'll change up the programming just because that phone knows where you're at and knows the, the devices you're around, the media outlets. So a lot of it is automated to gaslight a person because basically your reality is all built around your, your world. What are, what are you being shown? What are things that are reinforcing an idea that's being told to you? Just like that gentleman, uh, Sam Morrill, in the beginning was making a joke about how he was going to leave breadcrumbs for a racist guy to let him know he's Jewish just by fucking with him, right? But that's essentially gaslighting in a nutshell. Um, now, keep in mind, before they gaslight you, there's going to be extensive research done on your life beforehand, kind of like a private investigator would do. And a lot of stuff with open source intelligence, etc., they'll find people you haven't talked to for years. They'll represent themselves as a as a cop. They'll get fake badges, especially if they're contractors. They'll represent themselves as fake cops or Homeland Security agents or, you know, FBI or whatever. And they'll go to people you haven't seen in years because all that stuff's online. And lots of these contract companies have, um, what's it called, government clearance to go through your background. You know, find out where you grew up, who you were around, whatever. They'll send people out to go and, you know, fake that they're inquiring about you. Or they're trying to find you and they'll spark up a conversation, get the person to talk, get them to debrief and start revealing details of your lives. And that stuff will be used to build a fake narrative later on because it makes sense. It fits. Um, and this is all without the knowledge. Like I said, all COINTELPRO tactics you require uh, some sort of ambush this will all be done without the knowledge of the target um, think of gaslighting a target as a slow boil just like described by Sam Morrill is uh, you know they'll start off with a little piece of something here and then and then they'll there'll be a little piece you know over here and over there and sooner or later you're you're surrounded by an idea. I use the term conclusive ambushing. I think that probably sounds a little better than gaslighting because it has different functionalities. Gaslighting, it's like different flavors. Ice cream is ice cream, but there's also chocolate ice cream and vanilla ice cream. So it's still ice cream, but there's just different flavors of it. So there's conclusive ambushing, kind of ga uh, gaslighting, etc. But it all is a slow boil. And that's so it's hard to record. And so... That's why you'll find a lot of these people will, like, I see other victims, like, there's a huge uh, gang stalking community on Twitter, 
uh, not Twitter, TikTok. That it's just a bunch of people, you know, filming cars driving by and shit like that, honking their horns, or a bunch of red cars following them, or whatever it is. And people are trying, and then posting these videos like, look, this is the, these are the gang stalkers. But for people who don't understand that world or have been through that journey, because it's a slow boil, it's hard to describe. I'm being gaslit. I'm being stalked and gaslit by these fucking people. And it's abusive and it's making me, you know, unstable and it's, you know, it's really harming me. So, you know, that's usually why people who are victims of this will post these sorts of things online because there's, you have people, people who are victims of these things don't understand the, the, the structure to gaslighting. And so it's, it's essentially trying to fit in the entire like Game of Thrones all series every every episode and every 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 uh, um, what do you call it? every every season, but fitting it into a thirty second video of look these are the gang stalkers look at these cars driving by it doesn't make any sense there's no context and there's no story there's no narrative and it's subtle and it's it's almost impossible I want to say to catch this sort of abuse and even then you have to understand people's attention spans are so fucking small like even if you put together like a 20 you know 20 minute or two hour video like not everyone's gonna watch that shit unless you you know what i'm saying first of all are a victim firsthand like a true victim not some asshole pretending what do we call those guys people call them perps or zeros which there are tons of them you know you're really going through that abuse to know the nuances etc and even then like it just it's just so difficult but that's why you'll see people that say you know somebody who was a victim of this sort of thing. Um, yeah, they'll be posting stuff like that, and it will seem crazy to you. Like, motherfucker, it's just... My friend is posting pictures of cars driving by saying he's being stalked, but this doesn't make any sense. That's essentially what they're doing. Is, you know, they're they're at, in fight-or-flight mode. They just don't... They, they're trying to communicate, hey, I'm being abused, which they are, a thousand percent. They just... It's just really hard to communicate something that happens to you over months. People don't got that time now, or they don't care. I mean, shit. I'll flick through a TikTok video if it's longer than fuck than uh, you know, 15 seconds. Believe it or not, like in three seconds, if you don't impress me, flick next video, next video. So I mean, think about trying to explain someone abusing you over months or years. No one cares. No one cares if you, you know, if you were being abused for 15 seconds. Shit. But that's essentially, you know, what's going on there. Uh, but yeah, it's a slow boil. And um, what you will have while you're being gang stalked, or not gang stalked, gaslit, especially if it's a pro job, but there's also people lower on the totem pole and local uh, groups that do this. Undercover cops know the the beginnings of these things. Um, there's consultants that will bring in people uh, to teach these things, even on the lower end for law enforcement, etc. But and also there are some social clubs who teach the skill, believe it or not. It's 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 weird how these how this knowledge set or pieces of this knowledge set knowledge set got passed down. But uh you'll you'll have a tour guide. So this will be a, a somebody who's now your friend, somebody who maybe came into your life as a or, or as you know a love interest um etc. There's always usually a tour guide for the lie because there's somebody that's first going to gain rapport with you, right? So you trust this person. 
and then they will help nudge you or help reframe your reality piece by piece, just like that Sam Morrill guy, but they'll lead, help reframe your reality. And almost all of the people who are gaslit, there's a, some sort of tour guide, whether you know them or not, or know that, or, re, or recognize that they are being one. Now, essentially, to be gaslit, there needs to be a jumping off point. Um, so they'll use an event or something, something that jars you or doesn't seem to line up after you start to notice shit is a little weird, it's not matching up. People are gaslighting your 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 um, your your, your um, experiences. So then you start to question yourself, and right when you start to question yourself, this tour guide will jump in. Um, I mean, I've even heard stories that the tour guides will, since they do all that back end research on your life, they'll find somebody who's part of the crew, whether it be a car sized, a bus sized ship, plane, train. They'll find somebody in that group that looks sort of like maybe an old friend you haven't seen in like 20 years. And you don't stay in contact with them. But while they were doing their back-end research, they found this person. You guys don't talk anymore. They noticed maybe you guys aren't friends on Facebook anymore or what have you. There's no connection. So they will find a person that kind of looks like that person aged 20 years from now. And then a person inside of that contracted uh, group will assume the identity of that person. And since maybe that other person lives in fucking Sheboygan now and you live in Los Angeles and there's no... And they have a control on your internet and they can filter people that you come in contact with or what have you on Facebook or whatever because at that point um, they're using their uh, their security clearance to approve these sorts of measures used on a person. There's going to be... And they're going to be surrounding you with people that will be controlling your reality. This sounds crazy, but it's a, it's a fucking service, you know? Whenever I talk about it, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, how I cannot believe they've been doing this shit for so long. And it's a service that rich people and the government can just order. Anyways, but yeah, they'll, they'll assume the identity of that person and even try to make themselves look like that person. And since you haven't seen that person in years... That'll be the tour guide. That's the person you have rapport with. Oh, this is my long-lost first girlfriend. What have you. Because people look different after you after they age 20 years or whatever. And so what they will do is use tics or things that person says or how they talk or what have you. Along with how they do their hair. They'll even try to dr drill down the backstory of your guys's past interactions so when they are interviewing that person during the research stage of this they will gang stories etc thinking that they're probably helping a cop or whatever but helping prove that this imposter that comes into your life is this person and so that even that'll be used but a tour guide nonetheless or though you know and, and this you know or they'll help gaslight another on the flip side of that. Or they'll help gaslight you by that same person that they're pretending to be. They will contact you over the internet. They'll use pictures, a social media account, whatever. And they'll block the real person. And then have an have the imposter um, that will talk like you. They'll, they'll watch their conversation on the internet. And then, you know what I'm saying? And they'll sometimes even pretend to be you to talk to that person to get stories. And then switch over while you're inside of an internet filter bubble. And then start talking to you about that stuff. And it'll seem real. This person will seem real. And then eventually you'll meet up with them. 
but only after they've convinced you just like you know those 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 idiots over dating who get convinced to send these people money or whatever it's an art form but then eventually that person will come into your life you'll trust them because you'll think it's from a long time ago and then they can start to feed you lies um but that's how eventually that's usually you know the working parts of how this is done and then while you're questioning your 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 life or the stuff going on around you uh they will start to reframe your reality like look i didn't want to tell you but actually what this is and they'll make it sound romantic because your abuse will feel unique they'll be like you know this is actually you know did you know that my dad used to be in the naval intelligence and blah 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 and these guys think that uh you know we told you something that you shouldn't have known and the leak you know came from the top and because it'll seem like a crazy thing i i know I'm, I, this sounds silly how i'm even saying it but you'll you understand the same way that ancient people back in the day couldn't make sense of lightning because it was strange they just made up a story they said it was fucking zeus up on a mountain and you know that would then that just became a fucking religion because they had no way to explain these things your brain will get into that when you are being gaslit and this person will be the tour guide they will reframe the like look this thing that you're looking at that you can't explain is actually this and it'll fit kind of but they'll wrap they'll they'll wrap you know the foundations of a large lie they're going to try to walk you through now that you feel off edge and can't explain your reality and you trust them maybe they're pretending to be an old friend or what have you and then they'll start to point out hey did you ever notice that the people messing with you all wear scarves but only the people that wear scarves and so they'll get that crew you know what i'm saying to you know oh they'll be like oh have you noticed they all wear scarves with like a triangle on it and then that crew the car size bus size ship plane train whatever will be told okay hey all you guys need to start wearing scarves with triangles on it we're gonna tell them that it's the fucking illuminati we need you guys to reinforce this so the tour guide will tell you these things and then it you'll start seeing it everywhere now all of a sudden and you're like oh my gosh and you'll start to trust this person because now they're giving you the secret info um it's called the biter meinhof effect believe it or not it's once you see something or something is pointed out to you you'll see it everywhere even though it was always there to begin with. And they capitalize on that while they're disillusioning you. But this is, like I said, it's only after they've gained rapport. They might even, you know, this doesn't have to be, you know, a fake person. It could be the girl who's pretending to be your girlfriend. It could be the person pretending to be your boyfriend or husband. It could be somebody pretending to be your friend. Um, but rapport is essential to these sorts of things because you can't make sense of things but they had a nice story to match up it's not the truth but it if you don't pick away at it if you don't do any kind of critical thinking right um it fits and lots of people are lazy they just want to take the story they're handed and they'll run with it um so this is off this is guided disillusionment so after they have gained rapport, you know, they'll tell people that the situation they're in is actually a cover for something else. 
or it's part of like a blood ritual or whatever. And this person, since their their whole reality is being controlled, their internet, their TV, you know, stalker algorithms are reinforcing a narrative. They're starting to use things like uh, wake words, where the people who engage you to abuse you will always use a certain sort of phrase to identify themselves. Like, um, you know, maybe every time you get abused by people or you get shot by that shit or whatever, beforehand somebody always says, um, well, isn't that special? Or, you know what I'm saying? And then every time that happens, they'll say, isn't that special? And then, like, they'll do shit on your TV where, you know, after a while you'll realize you'll make a connection the people who identify themselves using this word, it's actually this really sexy situation where the Illuminati or whatever is after me. And they use this phrase to identify themselves. And then they'll use things like real-time deep fakes on, on your on while you're watching TV or even YouTube or whatever. They'll puppeteer them, their, their, uh, your, your favorite creators. Uh, they'll even use real-time audio deep fakes. And then that person will say something like, you know, well, isn't that special? And then all of a sudden you're paying attention. And then after that, the rest of that deep faked video, most, they use deep fakes like a motherfucker. You have no idea. It's crazy to reframe this reality. And all of a sudden you'll think like, oh man, my favorite people, you know, are all in on it. This is huge cabal. But really it's that you're not even being shown the real video. They're just deep faking it or real time deep faking it. Um, they'll insert video. They'll puppeteer the mouth. And this is all legit technology. It's not... I know this all sounds fucking fantastical. Believe me. Uh, un unfortunately, I just... I've seen the white papers. And it's... It's fucking... It's just amazing. what the, How they could gaslight a target. Um, lots of... Um, they'll they'll, they'll re also reframe your reality. Make you think that this was something going on since you were a child. By using pieces of your past that they researched to guide you along a narrative. Um, they won't use big chunks of your life. They'll just use tiny details so it seems familiar. If they use big chunks, uh, what happens is it won't match up or the the realness of the situation you felt will make your brain reject the lie. So they only use little tiny pieces, little hints here and there because uh, your subconscious will start to question. You know, it, it, it The process requires little tiny steps not big lunges so they can't just take huge parts of your life but they can use hey did you ever notice your uncle growing up would wear red shoes and then blah 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 blah. it's this it's this whole thing you know they'll they'll, they'll uh wrap some bullshit around it or they'll use trauma bonding they'll put you in a bad situation on purpose and then come in like the savior and then you know because you have bonded over this bad thing that happened to you Um, you will trust them, you know, over trauma bonding. So, sorry, I was scrolling there. You will trust them, and that's called trauma bonding. So they will use where you're in a heightened state where somebody came in as a fake savior uh, to get you to believe them what is true, what is real. And that's another way, you know, they'll get you to trust them. Oh, hey, I saved you because I know the the narrative, the true narrative of what's going on. Um, and believe it or not, if you can, can if you can use a lie to disillusion someone, there's most likely you could 
then lie within that lie by disclosing kind a half tr- half truths about what you guys are doing to this what a person is doing to a target so your your tour guide i guess will start to disclose things that kind of explain some other things to be like look i know i said i was your uncle but in reality i was never your uncle even though this guy is like a fake guy pretending to be your uncle he was never your uncle and i was actually part of a secret program to blah 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 like you have no idea this shit turns into whoppers but You've gained so much rapport, and what they do is they make your whole reality seem off-kilter, that you are reliant on this person to make sense of your world, and something that your brain does not like is not being able to explain its world. So you will latch on to these people as they're funneling you down the fucking rabbit hole. And, you know, that's when, you know, you'll get lies within lies, and you'll get so far twacked out that... You know, when you try to explain this to people, if you ever feel uh, threatened or they start fucking up or they go too fast and you reach out for people, you'd be like, well, you see, it all happened when, you know, the Illuminati was wearing their scarves. And then, you know, my uncle, which isn't my uncle, blah, 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 because that's the only way you have to make sense of your situation. And so the those motherfuckers will, you know... It, it's it's almost like insurance. They make sure that you can't get help. The way that they'll lie within a lie for guided disillusionment. And these lies are used to make you experience certain things, to um, come to certain conclusions, and they will use the they will help you come to conclusions to either give them information, to either give them something that's valuable to them but you don't understand its value or what have you through a series of experiences and false conclusions Um, like i said this is more higher end shit but it gets that way man Um, if you start to question the lie that these people are building around you now that they've surrounded you and they've isolated you from people and your friends which isn't a big a big deal like there are I mean, just what's that guy, that, that story in the news recently where that restaurant owner um, fucking isolated that, that black guy for like five years from his friends and family and then made him work for free in his restaurant. You guys remember that news story? Well, it's in the news cycle right now. I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but I mean, it's, it's not hard to do those sorts of things if you control someone's environment. But if that person starts to poke holes in the lie that they're building for you, you yourself, you might be a victim or a target of gaslighting or guided disillusionment. Um, they'll start to use lawyer lo- logic on you or start to use half-truths to explain things. And sometimes they'll use a half-truth but then blow it up a portion, meaning like this, they'll actually use a half-truth to tell you a big whopper of a lie to make you stop questioning the con. Um, you know... To, to sabotage your re- reasoning and so you keep trusting them. And this relationship is used, you know, this rapport and this relationship is, is used, this person, this tour guide, is used to also, since you're relying on them, that's also kind of insurance to help them keep gaslighting you, keep bringing you down the fucking rabbit hole. Um, now, they can bring you back out of this disillusionment, right? Um, after, let's say... They they convince you to give them some info or some intellectual property or 
uh, you know, sign over the rights to something or whatever through a series of bringing you back to reality, you know, possibly, you know, bring you back to a situation that you knew you were real before you're disillusioned to, and then they can bring you back from these sorts of layers of disillusionment through shocking things that kind of wake you up to, hey, 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 the thing that was told to you wasn't, isn't true. Um, it's this, you know, you know what the real truth is. So they'll actually, if they want to, if the, if the people want to bring you back from all this, because let's say you're going to be useful for them later and they don't plan on abusing you forever. They'll use a series of experience. They'll use a series of real truths that only, you know, would be real to bring you back out of one layer of the lie to another layer of the lie. These, these, these shocking things like, hey, you know what is real. Look at this. What about this situation? See, this is real. And so you'll anchor yourself to actual truths and they can bring you back out of this layers of disillusionment. Um, or, you know, some of these crews are been have been known to leave people, like all of a sudden just disappear. Or, hey, there's a reason why your long lost uncle or this girl has to leave or whatever because, you know, her father died or whatever. And that's how that crew will leave. And then sometimes they'll just leave you holding that false narrative about your situation that they put you through. Um, and then you can just, and since that's the last thing you remember, or that's the last time anything made sense to you, you'll forever now look at the world that way. It's a fucked up way of doing it. Um, usually the people who are contracted to do these things to certain targets or what have you, or the federal agents who sometimes just use people to will just use somebody on, on the fringes of society to fucking practice this shit on, believe it or not. So there are victims of this targeted gaslighting, etc., who are just used as training, you know? Like, uh, think of it as the, you know, the person who is working the cash register at McDonald's or whatever. You know, you ever been that? And then there's the guy hovering behind them, like, training, showing them how to push the buttons, how to run the thing, the things are... Well, also... There could be, you know, that could be also the reason for your gang stalking or what have you, or your, your, your gaslighting, believe it or not. But if they don't like you, most likely they will leave you in a state of disillusionment and just leave you holding your dick, thinking that the world is a certain way. And since that's the way your brain works, you know, before they leave you, they'll let a, like a group of con artists or a group of even local military contractors who have a base in the city that you're in. Let them know, hey, we're leaving this person. This is what their reality is. These are the things that we've sensitized them through, through a series of whatever. Um, you guys can keep this fake story going with them. What we'll do is we'll pass you off to this guy. And then you can keep this, this story going. And, you know, you could use them for a myriad of things because we've isolated them already from their fan, friends and family. We're not going to bring them back. We don't like this guy or what have you. And then they'll leave you with these certain people, and then those people become like your tour guides, and they'll just maintain the gaslit lie uh, on the target. So understand that's also a thing that happens to targets of this stuff. Now here are my tips for defending yourself from gaslighting. This intro to gaslighting. We're gonna go on. We're gonna go into it a little more, um, but for this first initial podcast for defending you from gaslighting, is when you're going through this and I don't know what your situational awareness is. Lots of people find help on this for COINTELPRO 2.0, gang stalking, whatever you want to call it. Um, at certain different stages, uh, there's a, everyone gets to a point in certain stages uh, that they might be under the sorts of abuse. 
So if you do get to this point where you found this podcast and you're early in it or, you know, God forbid, some nice people in the intelligence agency in industry or contractors see another crew doing this to you and then they leave you a tip or they put this my content in your feed, hopefully you get this stuff. But these are some tips I have for you to not get sucked into this gaslighting shit is um, protect your long term relationships your friends, your family, keep them close. There's going to be plenty of opportunities where they're going to try to get you to talk shit on them. And then they're going to use that to make that relationship fizzle out. So now you no longer have an anchor to reality. Now that your long-term relationships are being etched away. Let me tell you, it's professional how they fucking do this shit. They will destroy families in a matter of months. You know what I'm saying? Or a month, believe it or not. If they, ha if they have introduced people into your family's circle that they trust... Um, they can just destroy your relationship with your family and your family will believe that it was on your own fruition, but they don't know that you're being fed a fake, fake lie about them abusing you. They'll film your reaction to this information, show it to your family. Your family will then start to be like, oh, well, fuck these people. I've taken care of this guy my whole life and he's now saying this shit about Muhammad Beck. So protect your long-term relationships. Act as if you're always being recorded that they're going to try to use this to break up these long-term relationships relationships they'll try to get people to move away or what have you because then they can disillusion you further um protect these relationships just always think that someone is trying to lure you in to talk shit about somebody who by feeding you fake information or what have you because those long-term relationships help anchor you to actual reality um use uh an object that you, that relates to a situation where you knew something was real now i have a white hat that has a bunch of scribbled stuff all over it because as i was going through this situation like i said um there was a lot of human rights abuses going on in san diego and uh i used this hat and i wrote all this crazy scribbles all over it because the christ church shootings was still within the american lexicon you remember that guy who wrote all that shit all over his gun with paint pens and went crazy and everybody if you don't that's because our news cycle so fucking fast. But so I was like, oh, my gosh, once I figured out that these were contractors, you know, uh, who are friends with people from Carlisle Group, the Cokes, the fucking from the Cato Institute, like these big these 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 organizations around here in San Diego. San Diego is a military town. We have the largest um, concentration of military, military personnel and Pentagon contracting personnel in the nation, believe it or not, San Diego. This is the Mecca. Um, so there's a lot of these things that hide in plain sight around here. A lot of money, peop those people live, those certain names, they live here, what have you. From from what I'm understanding is there was just like this whole gutting of the area. And lots of people got swept into this shit. So, And even those wealthy people might have been, who knows, tricked into funding this, maybe thinking that it will help protect them or what have you. But essentially those were the people who were kind of helping this shit along like i said this is only after like i was literally harassed by people like from carlisle group etc while i was trying to bring awareness to this shit while i was going to la they would i mean they'd be rolling up in carlisle group trucks bro uh because carlisle group and it's, it's essentially also does de you know delivers things uh halliburton etc halliburton carlisle these were the the big names like 
bringing their people into San Diego while this was going on. I mean, they actually had, like, fucking semi-trucks of people who would fucking harass me, uh, uh, you know, vans, uh, work trucks, etc., through subsidiaries of those companies, because those larger companies also own smaller companies that do other services, and they are all under this umbrella of the people that were fucking with me. Um, but, so while I was trying to alert people to this abuse, I had this white hat on, and just to anchor me to, this is what's actually going on. And I had this white hat on, and I would go live inside Trump's comments on Twitter, because that was really hot at the time, and I would post my live stream in those comment threads, and I'd get people to watch, and I would be on there, like, with this hat on, this white hat on, like, live streaming, like, hey, this is going on down here in San Diego, etc., because I went down to L.A., because there was a complete media blockade in San Diego. I went down to L.A., and I was also just completely stonewalled. But I was wearing this white hat, and while I was doing that broadcast, I got so... they These motherfuckers beamed me with so much radiation, and I didn't stop, even though I felt sick. I, I fucking felt like I had to shit my pants. I felt nauseous as fuck, and they just beamed the shit out of me to get me to stop to get me to get off that live stream because that's became real. They, they, they made a decision to shut me up fast. Right? So that was a real situation, but I was wearing that hat and that's like my, my, my whoopee to make me remind myself. So if I, cause I'm still under the influence of this program. If I'm ever gaslit, I have this object from this time when I knew what was real, what they really didn't want me to talk about, didn't really want me to do or say or whatever. And I keep it. And I suggest you also do that. Keep a wibby. Either it's a, an object that was with you when you knew, without the assistance of other people, what was real. Um, so I really recommend that. Um, also, if you feel pushed or you feel like all of a sudden you have an urgency to act on some information that you, were, that you think you were given or what have you, fucking wait. Wait on it. Right? And be like, and control your emotions. Say... Okay, these people are uh, not these people, but I feel like I'm being I'm I have some insight and some danger, or what have you. Um, but I don't have the full story, or haven't seen it. But people are acting a certain way that matches up with this narrative of something really bad happening to somebody else, or what have you. Wait, see if they don't try to sell you. Don't somebody doesn't get try to push it harder to get you to act because maybe it's a trick. Maybe they need you to go to an address so they can fucking beat the shit out of you or worse fucking kill you cut you up in little pieces and you just disappear or whatever certain things like that will be done to you to get you to act in urgency so if you're being forced to act urgently while this sh shit is going on wait and see if your devices your tv programming the people around you try to massage or sell it harder because that means that they're trying to get you to do something that's to make you look more crazy or even to put you in a catch-22. So wait and make them sell it harder. And if they sell it harder, know that somebody's trying to gaslight you into making a mistake. Um, also, you could just fucking leave. If you have all these new people around you and you're in this situation, or what have you fucking leave and go to people that may not like you. But put yourself on the chopping block or... Leave them all together and get rid of all the people that now were in control of this narrative. If now it's just not adding up, just fucking remove yourself entirely. The fucking job you're at, whatever. The person, the girlfriend you think is has your best interest. The long-lost relative that maybe you 
you know, or think or don't think that this is this person or not, just fucking leave. And then, um, but I would also like to end this whole uh, thing of defending yourself from gaslighting is also be aware of, of trauma exhaustion, which will, let me put this in the best way, is they might be trying to steal something from you or fuck even these contractors of the really shady maybe trying to take a person away from you start trafficking trafficking them or what have you make you guys stop trusting each other and what they'll do is they'll do trauma exhaustion after a while they'll make you not believe anything cuz they'll have put you down they'll make you think something wrong is going on but then it's just a gaslighting trap or it just leads to nothing it was a lie and they'll do that to you enough times where you'll have this something called trauma exhaustion where you won't care anymore if someone tells you something's going on and what they do is they get you to that point where you no longer care and then you know let's say that they keep telling you someone this this person or this girl is in danger or this family member is in danger blah 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 blah. And they'll do it to you so many times because they do plan on doing something to that person and then they'll make you so exhausted to the fact that of that reality that eventually they'll actually will do that to you and then somebody will be trying to warn you um, that something is happening to that person and it'll be too late because they've done trauma exhausting. But a little bit of those few, few points before you, before that is where you can defend yourself from gaslighting. I hope that was uh, good, uh, you know, helped you out and hope you continue to listen to our podcast. That's all I have for today. I recommend you go through and re listen to this. If I went a little too fast and, uh, you know, stick with us again. We'll be having another podcast up here pretty soon. Thanks for listening to the Pro 2.0 podcast. I'm Stephen Beck.